Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. Time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning, everybody. Hi, everybody. How you doing, Lynn? How was your weekend, your week so far, and uh, your weekend last? Well, weekend last was just lovely. Um, I, I am just amazed at how gorgeous the weather is. And has been. And it's just been delightful to be here at the lake. I love it. Uh, no guests, really, to speak of. We had a couple guest shots. Only Meyer. Only Meyer. A guest shot of Meyer, who came up in the afternoon, grabbed some lunch and left. And so that's fine. That was wonderful to see him. And this coming weekend, I anticipate that my stepson... Uh, daughter-in-law and my granddaughter will be visiting. Uh, so if that's good, and I say I'm hoping because given what we've just discovered, um, quarantines are now in effect for people from New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. So you can get out, but I don't know if they can get back in without a 14-day quarantine. Why? Because they just they just instituted that yesterday i thought that was only for people who i thought that was only people who were coming from high um covid case states that like in the southeast new york new New jersey and connecticut oh i don't know anything about that yeah so i'm hoping that that's okay because you know they're they're leaving from new york so if they're residents of the state they should be able to get back in. I think what they're concerned about is, you know, some of, I don't know. I don't even know what the rationale is. It's the reverse of what it was three months ago. So in any event, we're expecting them. And and that's going to be a lot of fun because we haven't seen our granddaughter, I mean, live and in person since uh, Thanksgiving. And wow. So, yeah, so this is a, in, in her... I guess her, she was a year old in January. So she started walking and doing all kinds of wonderful things. But those are the great times, you know, with toddlers, just to see them 
and and watch what they do and and their curiosity about everything and anything and it's too bad that we didn't see it but you know what nobody has the coronavirus and we have to stand back and say thank you for that i know so i know that, anyway oh. it's a, well that's you know, a good thing that they're coming like, it is but we all we all feel like we're halfway between that surreal world of COVID-19 and all the restrictions with the masks and the social distancing and all the other stuff and the other world of things look like and smell like and function like nothing ever happened. You know, it's, and, uh, a, it's a crazy combination. When you're home, your home is, is fine. It looks like nothing different. But the minute you step outside and you talk about having to go to the grocery store, you have to do the mask. mask. You know, and you just say, this is, uh, what world am I in? I don't know, from day to day. But the good news is, everything in my garden is blooming like crazy. It's wonderful to see it. And it's nice to see the baby fawns up here and their mommies. It's really nice. So, uh it's it's good. Life is good, and that's how I look at it. So this week has really been a crazy week. It's been a lot of um, stuff to be done, good stuff, all things that are progressing forward, and I like that fact, which I can share with you at some point in time when it becomes real. But for right now, we're just looking at a business opportunity that might be a lot of fun. And our boat is not in the water because it's being repaired, something with the motor. So I hope it's done for this weekend because it's been absolutely beautiful boating weather up here. Yeah. Spectacular. And the sunsets are beyond anything I've ever seen. And you it's have great. the perfect location for your, yeah. for your sunset seeing. It's great. I love it up there. Well, you know what we forgot to do last week is before we ended. We and what? so it's a good time because I know that's what you're celebrating this week. We never said happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there, oh, the fathers yes. who are the father, the fathers who act as if the the uh, fathers, the adoptive fathers, the everybody, everybody, the the people, the fathers who have taken on the role, uh, even though it, it wasn't theirs in the beginning, and um, all of those people who have stepped up to the plate as men to do the job um we thank you very very much wish you i hope you had a phenomenal father's day and i know that's what patrick and um pat and uh, tyler will celebrate this weekend with you and also mm -hmm. to a big thanks to my dad jim cadden senior up in heaven looking down and uh he's he was the best guy going so um and meyer who does a wonderful job with um helping me with my children and has been a wonderful um part of their lives so i thank him for that so um and i know that you're going to celebrate right this is what you're hoping to yes. do because they couldn't get in the actual day so right better late than never i got afterwards i said we never said happy father's day i know i, I know I, for, I forgot about that really and it wasn't until yeah. that evening that I remembered that it was Father's Day <laughs> because yeah, there was I no one here to celebrate it. You know, it just kind of slipped yeah. away. So, uh, yes, it's, it's a good thing. I know my 
My brother's been a great father, and I think that's wonderful. Um, my father, as you know, was uh, Mr. West Granton's person. Yep. And uh, grandfathers, both sides, good guys. Yep. Oh, that there matters. Doing a good job as a dad. But, um, yes. so yeah, we forgot, I forgot that. So I just thought, oh, I have to make sure we do that. Because it's, it's important. It's, uh, it was a beautiful day, and Tommy was home, and he made a beautiful uh, dinner for us on the grill and some things he made, and the kid just never stops. With uh, He did kebabs for us, shrimp and pork. Actually, wow. he got pork fillets and um, cut them up and did those and uh, wonderful grilled vegetables. And a, it just, everything we had was, uh, he made um, sweet potato uh, wedged uh, fries in the oven. It was, it was a beautiful, beautiful day. It was a gorgeous day. And um, Tommy did a wonderful job. So that sounds good. Had a great day. Mm-hmm. And then we like to took him back. Yes, that's what I heard. Dropped him yeah. off and in and out, right in around. and out. Yeah, in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, but the grilled vegetables you talked about, how did he do those on the grill? Um, I don't know how he did it because I wasn't at the grill area, but he grilled no. he grilled everything and he grilled scallions and he what he does, and he said, "Mom, I use it for everything." He uses Ken's zesty Italian um, dressing. dressing, which I buy too. I love it. I, I mean, I make my own, but I always have that on hand. And Tommy said, "Mom, I marinate everything in in that. I just think it's great, and it is because it's flavorful." And then he put all kinds of vegetables, tomatoes. He, you know, what he did, Lynn. He took the little smaller tomatoes on a vine. Mm-hmm. And he kept them actually on the vine and roasted the tomatoes um, in, in on the grill as well. That's cool. Like whole right on the vine. It was really neat. Peppers. He yeah. cut up all different colored peppers and scallions and Vidalia onion, and they, they were delicious. And then the next night, he did a orange tomato like they're the color orange they're the small um cherry type tomatoes and they're they're actually orange in color he doesn't really love tomatoes but those for some reason he he thinks that tomatoes taste like something i forget he said he thinks they taste chemically so he doesn't eat the red ones but the orange ones and he roasted them with big cloves of garlic and olive oil and put them in in a saute pan and put them right in the oven and they were absolutely mm-hmm. delicious. They were like, they shriveled and they, oh my, with the garlic. It was great. So, um, Tommy just can make or bake anything. It's just amazing. Oh, um, wonderful. He, and he does, he just does things so, it's, everything is, is so it, it, effortless. He just, he just knows what to do, how to do it. He's all about the chemistry. He's all about the, you don't do this, you don't do that. Sometimes that gets annoying because I sometimes, just do what I want and don't worry about if it's really mixed as well. And, and he's so proper with everything he does, but it mm-hmm. was really, it was a, a, a real nice weekend. So we were fortunate. That's good. So, yeah. Like so, and New York in the city, it was beautiful yesterday when we took him home. So, you know, mm-hmm. people were out. It wasn't crazy, crazy, um, busy wise, you know, with tons of people, but, 
um, it was a beautiful day to go in, beautiful day for a ride, and uh, it worked out perfectly for us. So thank God. Um, I guess uh, only from the pictures that we've seen, but Tyler and Jesse um, often take Isla out to Battery Park, which is very yeah, close that's to where, where we, they live. Yeah, we took a ride right by there, yep. And there's some great pictures of her actually um, crawling around in the grass, you know, which is just uh. cute. And, she, and Jesse was saying the hardest part of doing that is that she naturally wants to go with the other kids that are there. You know, she wants to go uh, and play yeah. with them, but she can't. Mm -hmm. So she said, right. it's really tough because uh, I want her to socialize. And I know she wants to. She hasn't seen any other little kids. And she just loved to play with them. But, but she's, you know, can't do it. No, I can't know. Can't do it. So I, I can't wait to see her. I hope they don't decide to stay home. But if they do, and, I and when it, And we were right there because, of course, you know, Tommy lives right near Tyler. So right. um, taking when we took him there, we, dro we took a ride over to that neck of the woods and just to see so much the green space you know because i mm -hmm. i love where they live i love that old new york feel those small mm -hmm. narrow streets and i love that um the financial district area I, it's it's beautiful yeah it's really a fun old place to be so i we had a good time and went over there and i was thinking because you saw so many kids with their parents you know or in strollers yeah. or dog walkers and runners and walkers it was um it, it was very a very packed area mm -hmm. so but anyway all right well we're going to take a break and come back yeah. and i'm sure you have lots of goodies to discuss so uh stay tuned every there oh boy <laughs> so stay stay tuned everybody we'll be right back you're listening to the laurie and lynn show it's saturday morning with laurie and lynn now back to laurie and lynn Okay, we're back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director and financial planner for a company called Women of Substance, LLC. Um, it's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse that's available on um, iTunes. I can't say that anymore. I have to say it's on um, Apple Podcasts, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and all the other ones, anywhere good podcasts are. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. So how much of your special events have been canceled? All Everything. <laughs> Wow. Everything, everything. <laughs> um, but here's the deal. Um, you know, everything's postponed with new dates for next year, and oh, you just and you just hold on to. You, it takes. It, it's always a year out to do anything anyway, at least. Um, so you know, you just keep moving through it and looking for another year out and. Um, 
it's just how it's got to be. There's nothing, nothing else we can do. So you just move forward. Um, yeah, we do have, we do have um, something scheduled. Our gala was scheduled for November of this year, but um, we're going to move it. I have to speak to the the honorees and look for another date because we're just, we just know that. I don't think anyone, even though we can gather, um, I don't think that's going to be a good idea. So I think we're going to move it to the spring of next year. Uh, so right. we're in the process of changing things. So, you know, you, you just have to do what you have to do. No one else is doing anything. Um, you know, as you see, even our, like I told you the last time, Broadway shows are not till the new year. Um, they mm -hmm. canceled La Festa, which was, everybody was waiting to hear, which was smart on their part. But it's just, you know, all these major things are um, being canceled this year. Not canceled, but postponed. So you just well, move forward. Well, some of them are canceled, too. Uh, I think the, the Masters um, usually happens in, what is that, August? That's been canceled for this year, and it will be for this year canceled. But this year, yeah, yeah. And that's really oh, what well. it is. I just don't like the word canceled because it seems so final. So I just try to say, I just say postpone till the following year. Okay. <laughs> so it's that's almost like somebody said to me this. Someone said to me this morning, you know, it's almost like this year. It's the year that never happened, kind mm -hmm. of. Even though so yeah. much happened, it's you yeah. know. But um, readjusting. Uh, how about yeah. we have a little fun here? I want you to take a quiz. What kind of quiz? From AARP. It's okay. called What's What's Your Money IQ? And then this particular one is Wall Street and Beyond. Same area we were just talking about. Okay. In New York City. Okay. So there's ten questions. The first one is. America's financial epicenter, Wall Street, is named after A, the Wall Street Journal, B, James Haverford Wall, who conceived the short-lived $3 bill, or three, the wooden wall built by Dutch colonists to defend New York against invaders. I really don't know. It could be anything, but I would say C. Okay, C, the wooden wall built by the Dutch colonists to defend against the invaders. So I'm right. Wait a minute. Let me just get there. Hold on. That is correct. Ta -da. Yay! Okay. This barrier was built in 1653 to protect colonists from the British and Native Americans. Okay, that's number one. Next question. It is, what does it mean when your house is underwater? <laughs> A, your basement frequently floods. B, 10%. C, the value of your home is less than what you owe on your mortgage. Or D, your mortgage has been paid off. C. The value of your home is less than what you owe on your mortgage. We both know that's correct. Yes. Currently about one in four U.S. homeowners with a mortgage has a loan that's underwater. Wow. Well, 
Wait a minute. Okay. There are how many federal income tax brackets? Oh. I give you a hint here. Let me read it to you. Oh, what are you doing here? No, I'm not paying any attention to the hint. That's annoying. Um, okay. Uh, two, four, or six. How many federal income tax brackets? Two, four, or six? You know, I I'm I don't know. I'm I'm I I want to say four, but I think I want to say four. I think it's four, but I'll say I don't know. I'm going to just guess and say six. Okay. All right, and the answer is correct. Yes. In 2012, the 10% bracket applies to income up to 17,400 for joint filers or 8,700 for single filers. The 35% bracket is for anything higher than 388,350 for both joint and single filers. So far, you are three for three. Okay, next one. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is named for whom? A. Wall Street Journal founder Charles Henry Dow and statistician Edward Jones, or two, Emerson Dow and Horatio Jones, who donated land to build the New York Stock Exchange, or Dow Chemical and Jones Apparel, the first stocks offered to investors, or Railroad Maven, Dawetta Jones, Casey Jones's mom. Um, I'm going to, what did you say the statistician was? Uh, that's Edward Jones, uh, Wall Street Journal founder, Charles Henry Dow and statistician Edward Jones. Uh, yeah, I don't know the answer to this. I don't, but I'm going to go with that one. Okay. Let's see. Correct. Yeah. Yay. They, they did their, their own financial reporting firm, Dow Jones & Company, in the basement of a candy store, publishing a two-page summary of the day's financial news called The Customer's Afternoon Letter. <laughs> Love funny. it. Good guess. Okay, next question. Which statement about a certificate of deposit is false? One, a CD is an interest-bearing savings certificate insured by the FDIC. Two, it pays a fixed rate of interest for a fixed term. Three, it has no fixed term and is usually a variable interest rate. Or D, penalties result if money is withdrawn before the term ends. C. That's, I think that's correct. Okay, so um, that's correct. So, so far, you're was it five for five. Mm -hmm. um, but I think we might have to take a quick break here because we're running out of time. No, not till, wasn't it 48? Um, I thought it was 44. Yeah, 48. Okay. All right. All right, we'll continue. A mutual fund is? A pool of assets owned by many investors and operated by a manager. 
a group of people who mutually agree to sponsor the same single stock, a group of people who mutually agree to sponsor the same charity. Hey. Correct. Okay. Number seven. What currency is used by many European countries? The pound, the euro, or the rupee? Euro. Right, I know that. Might okay, be pound, I don't know. No, it's euro. Number eight, the word tax originates from the Latin taxo, meaning I estimate, the Greek taxum, meaning to take, Old English taxes, meaning to feed the coffer, or taxi, which takes you places for a fee. B. B, the Greek taxum. Let's see. Incorrect. It's uh, the Latin what is it, tax, A? Yeah. A, yeah. yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure, and the only reason I thought it was because it means to take, so I thought that that's what it was. Go ahead. Same thing I did. Same thing. Um, who wrote in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes? Was uh -huh. that William Shakespeare, Benjamin Franklin, or Uncle Sam? Benjamin Franklin. Okay. That's my guess, too. Let's see. That's correct. All right. And the last question is, which is better, getting $100,000 at once or getting a penny that's doubled every day for a 31-day month? What? Which is better, getting $100,000 at once or getting a penny that's doubled every day for a 31-day month. A. <laughs> okay. All right. That's your answer. And that is incorrect. Uh, yeah, well, you start with a penny and you double it every day. One cent becomes two, which becomes four, which becomes eight, and so on. At the end of a 31-day month, you'll have $10,737,000. That's the, that's the joy of compounding. That's it. For one month? For one month. If you double what that you all. had every day. Well, it's just like you said, one penny, the next day you get two. Two becomes four. Four becomes eight. Eight becomes 16, 16 becomes 32. Yeah, but then what did you say? The but I don't get that. Uh, okay. The, bottom, the really? bottom line is it's worth $10 million at the end of the month. I'm really $10 million. So you had 8 out of 10 correct, and you, you nailed it. Here we go. Nicely done. Hey. Nicely done. Here we go. Yay, yay, yay. All right. Well, now we can take leave of our uh, of of okay of this show. <laughs> so, um, we are going to have a wonderful guest, our first time guest for Fidelity Bank attorney Laurie Barrett, who will be on, um, and we're looking forward to that and. As we always say, we we get so used to these gals, we we hope they come back. So let's see what happens. We'll 
Lori Barrett will be up next. And what's her official title, title Lynn? She's um, the Assistant Vice President and Trust Officer. And newly minted the Assistant Vice, so that's mm -hmm. great. All right, so we mm -hmm. will be right back. Um, you're listening to The Lori and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, you're listening to Laurie and Lynn Schoen. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans, and I am the managing director and financial planner with a company called Women of Substance, LLC. It's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on, on uh, I can't say iTunes anymore. It's called Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast, Fisher, and Spotify. And our guest expert today is the Assistant Vice President and Trust Officer at Fidelity Bank, Laurie Barrett. Welcome, Laurie. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate the invitation. Uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. Good. We'll and we need to first... And first and Go foremost, ahead. Lynn, as you just first and foremost, as you just said, Lori was just promoted um, at the bank to her new position, and Lori, it could not be more well deserved. And I know you a long time, and you're yeah. a wonderful attorney, you're a wonderful gal, and you're a terrific mom and a good person. So couldn't happen well, to a better person. I really appreciate that. You know, I've been with Fidelity for just uh, just under two years now, and when I first came on board, you know, I was I was a little bit. Um hesitant because um, it was a banking was a little out of my comfort zone I had been practicing law for the last you know 20 years and that was yeah. what I knew so um, when this opportunity came up and I was approached by uh, another attorney my colleague uh, Teresa Hinton who is also a trust officer here at Fidelity uh, I said I, I don't know if I can do this and she's like Lori you can do it I you know having a legal yep. background is really such an asset and I think in a lot of areas but here especially um, in a trust department and a wealth management department, you know, just having that legal knowledge has really benefited me tremendously. So um, the promotion was really unexpected, and I was, I was, I was thrilled. I really was. It kind of, uh, yeah, well, it, yeah. I, I, I really appreciated that vote of confidence. You know? so, well, it's, it's uh, a good yeah. thing, and she's right. Ha lawyer, I, I think a lawyer having a, um, uh, being a lawyer in any position just um, makes anything better because you have that legal background, regardless. Of what which which area it is, it's always good just to have that general knowledge. So so it's a good thing. And Teresa or Terry, as we call her, has been yeah. on the show several times, and we love her, and she does a great job. And so we know you will too. So you're new with this for us, and we hope you come on many more times. So um, well, what are you. we talking about today, Laura? Well, we could talk about all things Fidelity Bank. We could talk about uh, uh, what we do here in the trust department, and um, we could we could see where things go. But, uh, you know, our trust department here at Fidelity Bank has really morphed into a wealth management department. We're no longer – we don't just do trusts anymore here in the trust department. Um, uh, we recently um, – 
became really the, the wealth management uh, department. And um, we have a new director. His name is Nicholas Paris. He uh, joined us um, maybe within the last year. And, um, and, and we've grown tremendously, um, which, is, which is exciting for me, you know, because uh, it just, it, there's just so much more opportunity. And, uh, you know, I, I love being with people and meeting new clients. And, and that's, uh, that's really what's, what's happening. Um, you know, as a lawyer, you, you know, you're around your clients and you're, you know, you're on your feet a lot. And uh, I didn't want to just be, be behind a desk. I wanted to be with people. So, like, having the opportunity to meet new clients and, uh, you know, help them with all their financial needs has been really great. It really has. Um, and we've really developed a really nice team here here in Fidelity Bank Wealth Management. We have uh, about six or seven people in our department, again, headed by Nick Paris, and uh, Terry Hinton and I are both the trust officers, um, and we are both lawyers, which, as I said, you know, helps tremendously in all aspects of, uh, of banking. I mean, a lot of our clients come in and they have a lot of estate planning questions and, you know, questions regarding wills and, and trusts and, and, and how to best manage their gifts to their children, you know, upon their death. And, and having that legal background, as we said, just really assists us in, in guiding our clients and, and, and giving them the best advice we can give. Uh, we also have a, a corporate trust officer who's Diane Carney, uh, who does all our corporate trust work and bond work. And then, of course, we have our investment officer, Will Fenny. Uh, who does all our investments for us, uh, for our investment management accounts and our IRAs, which um, that area of our of our practice has really grown. Um, we recently acquired uh, another trust department down in Jonestown, Pennsylvania, JBT Bank, and so we've acquired quite a few new IRA accounts and uh, and investment management accounts. So Will has been instrumental in you know in in, in the investment aspect of, of those accounts and and guiding our clients Laurie? accordingly. Yes, is is Will someone who came to the bank from uh, this? Uh, let's say it's Jonestown or. No, we, was we he, will. Is he a local person? Yeah, he's, I think, born and raised in Dunmore. Uh, he and his wife and okay. two children just recently bought a house in Scranton. And uh, No, but he's been with us. He was here before I came on board. So he's been here, you know, well over two years. And uh, and um, I believe he worked in the Fed for a while after 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 college. Um, oh, so he, cool. comes with a, he comes with a lot of experience. Um, and another new aspect of our of our uh, trust department and wealth management department is um, we've recently um, hired a banking advisor so if we have a client who has a uh, an investment account with us we can also service all their banking needs now here in our department so we can kind of globally assist our clients if they need a home equity loan or if they have some type of banking need um, that's not investment related we have someone um, on our on our team now who can assist there so so yeah it's a kind of an exciting time you know here at fidelity bank so i feel like i've come at the perfect time because uh yeah. you know our yeah i mean our wealth management department like i said with the acquisition of jbt we are now about 325 million dollars um of assets oh. under management so it's a it's a you know it's a pretty pretty big uh, operation here you know so um you know i i jumped right in and now i uh, you know i I will be quite honest with you. The first six months, you know, there was a lot. It was a big learning curve for me. Uh, I certainly, you know, a lot of acronyms, a lot of things. I'm like, wait, what does that mean? You know, a lot of code words. But you know, slowly but surely, you know, I got my feet wet, and I and I and I 
I like to think I'm a quick learner, and sometimes you have no choice but learn because <laughs> when something comes up, you need to you need to figure it out. So, um, so I really feel like I have a kind of have a comfort zone now in this area of uh, of banking and of the law, and you know, it's just a it's just kind of a, a nice fit. I really think it's a it's a, it was a perfect fit for me. Yes, Laurie. How has the acquisition of Mer- is it Merchants Bank? Yes. That is in the Lehigh Valley. How has that yeah. affected the trust department? Have you seen anything from that merger? You know what? Um, it's still quite quite early in the acquisition. Um, we acquired the bank, um, I believe June 1st was the big, the big day, um, and uh, that put us over the $1.5 billion mark um, uh, for, for Fidelity Bank, which is extremely exciting, and I have to give Dan Santanello, our, our, our president, our CEO, uh, just so much credit for for making that all happen. I mean, it was, um, you know, our banks merged. Um, some of their board members now are our Fidelity Bank board members. Um, but, you know, that it's a, it's a process. And um, so far, our department has not yet uh, they did not have a trust department so or um, an investment management. So that has not really affected us directly, but it's going to affect the bank as a whole, I mean, in a, in a positive way. I mean, it's, it's an amazing acquisition, and it was, I mean, a long time in the, in the works. So to have it final, finally reach um, completion has been just a, a real um, celebration for, for Fidelity Bank. So I, a lot of people worked very hard on that, Gene Walsh and um, Tim O'Brien and, uh, and Dan especially. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that's been really exciting. I have not yet been down. It's in the Bangor Eastern area is where some of our new, mm-hmm. uh, our new branches are located. Um, uh, so we're kind of more of a regional bank now. Than, you know, we still like yeah. to maintain that community, and we certainly do. I mean, uh, here at Fidelity Bank, I mean, uh, and this is kind of close to my heart, you know, volunteer work in the community is yep. really emphasized, and I, and I love that about Fidelity. They not only encourage it, they expect it, and uh, you know we're we're given time off, paid time off to, to to volunteer in the afternoons, either at Friends of the Poor or St. Francis Kitchen. Um, you know we have a wide array of of, of organizations that we try to help out. Um, Fidelity also has a, a charitable foundation of its own, and they donate. You know substantial funds to um, local charities. So I really love that part of this bank. I love that we're encouraged to leave our office and get out there and help, you know, because that's always been part of who I was. You know, I, I, I've been in Scranton now for 25 years. I have five children. I like to teach them by example that it's important to give back. You know, we've been given so much here in Scranton. I I, I wasn't born and raised here, but I like to claim Scranton as my, as my hometown, <laughs> even though well, I feel like sometimes I'm going to tell you, Laura, not everybody can come from out of town here and blend in and act as if you've been a native. And you have, uh, there's very few people um, who have um, aced that position um, like you have. And I I say that um, there's a couple people who I I always give credit to. And that is one thing. I mean, you would never know if you knew, you know, to know you, to not think that that's that you were you were you were born and uh, raised right here in in our neck of the woods. So it's a good thing. And you're you're right about the giving back and showing leading by example for your children because in this time, especially of what we're faced with now, and knowing you know that that 
giving um, may have a different face in the future um, as far as how people will be able to to be able to be a bank and not only through the C, you know the community reinvestment act that that um, you know regulates that that you have to the mm-hmm. other part of giving your employees that time to 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 give them the paid time to do it is remarkable and a wonderful thing because so many people would love to volunteer and they may not have the time to do it or can't take the day off and in this case they get a taste of it because you offer that to them That's right. um, as exactly. a bank so it's it's incredible and and, the, and keeping it up because i as a professional fundraiser yes. you know hold my breath on this going forward and only you know we'll we'll just hope because of the region we are that as giving 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 i i hope mm-hmm. things will continue the best that people can to help everybody in need so i couldn't um, agree more Lori. Good. yeah I couldn't agree more. You know, when I was practicing law you know, with my husband, we were private practice, so we had the we had the luxury of coming and going as we please. So if we wanted to take right. an afternoon and do our own thing, we could do that. We could go help out if at you know friends of the poor or wherever. Uh, but you know, when I so when I took this job, I was a little reluctant. You know, I was like, I hope I still have that opportunity to you know to help. And and that that was like one of the first things I we talked about. Um, in my interview that we encourage that we we hope you know we we hope you continue that part of your of your of your life so i really appreciated that um you know and especially right now i mean Lori. i mean you would i mean right now more than ever i mean there's so much um there's so much need you know with with what's going on you know i mean with the you know with children out of you know when the children were out of school and you know lunch you know who you know many kids rely on lunches when they're in school and and, right. and breakfast right. so um you know and that's another thing with regard to fidelity bank you know i mean uh fidelity has been really on the forefront of of handling a lot of these um, I, i'm sure you're familiar with the ppp loans um yes the, the paid small business administration um have been has uh was a loan designed designed as an incentive for small businesses to keep their workers on their on the payroll during the COVID crisis, and Fidelity Bank, um, I, I want to say the number has been like 157 million dollars in PPP loans um, that they've they, that they've uh, they've handled, and so that was a tireless job. Um, I was not directly involved yep. in the PPP loans, uh, but we had an entire department, um, you know, yep. Kathleen Timlin. Um, there's there's uh, Leslie Culkin. There's been so many people in our bank working overtime, you know, Saturday, Sundays to try to get these loans to those businesses who need it to keep their workers. And um, the great thing about those loans, and I, you know, I mean, there's so many rules and regulations, but the great thing is about those loans is that they will be fully forgiven, you know, if certain criteria are met, you know, if payroll costs, you know, and and if you use it for the certain criteria that's it. They're, they're, that it's required uh, payroll costs and interest on mortgages and, and things like that. So that was kind of a, a very busy time. For, you know, you know, when a lot of businesses were closed, Fidelity Bank was working around the clock. You know, um, you know, we are obviously sure essential. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we were deemed essential, but we were working, um, and that that particularly that department was working extremely hard on on um, on administering and uh, getting those loan applications in and processing those. So um, well, that it was. You, you do, yeah, and you guys have done an incredible job and continue to do an incredible job. And Lori, I want to tell you, you aced this interview, baby. Oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's over already. Wow, it's, the, it's all over already. So about please that? know you did a great job. We hope you will come back. Please oh my gosh, tell everybody anytime. quickly, Lori, how uh, how can they get in touch with the trust department if they have any questions? 
Oh, absolutely. So um, we're, uh, I'm located uh, and on the beautiful Dunmore Corners. I feel like I'm on Windows of the World. I have the, the office with the, with the rotunda, the round office on the second floor, so I get to look out and see the, the world, uh, the center of the universe, Dunmore Corners. Um, but um, I'm available anytime um, here, in, here in the Dunmore office um, as our... All my teammates are here uh, all week long. And uh, my phone number, if you want to reach me directly, is 570-504-2242. And I'd be happy to talk to you about investment management, um, trusts, uh, you know, IRA servicing, um, you know, our full uh, array of services that we offer here in the trust and wealth management department department. But thank you so much, ladies, for having me be part of this. It was a real treat for me. I really appreciate you it. You too, and give Thank my you. love to Matt and to the kids and uh, everyone at Fidelity, and we will see you soon. Hope you come on again. And everyone else out there listening, thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. We will see you soon. Be safe, and please be nice. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.